Do you ever feel like you're running a race, but you're not really sure where you're going or even what race you're in? You just know that you've got to keep running. So you feel tired, disoriented, maybe burned out. But the good news is that you can run the race that's right for you when you have the right view. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CEO on the Go. I watched the Kentucky Derby recently and it got me thinking. Of course, doesn't everything get me thinking? Seriously, I was so amazed to see a horse with 80 to 1 odds win, Rich Strike, the unlikely horse in the back of the pack that made its way to the front to win. It was the second biggest long shot to win the Derby in 148 years. And as a side note, I'm actually from Kentucky originally. I was born there and my dad's family lived in the Lexington area, but I didn't actually grow up there. Our family moved away when I was very young. So I wish I knew more about the world of horses, but I know as much about horses as I do about pro basketball. If you happen to have listened to a previous episode about my fun encounter with the Utah Jazz pro basketball team, there's so much that I want to learn. Anyway, what was interesting about the horse race, apart from the fact that it was such a spectacular race itself, was the moment after the race, the winning horse was still stirred up. It was jumping around, moving around. It looked kind of anxious, kind of out of control. And so when they were trying to help the winning horse get settled down, the explanation I heard was that they always have someone there on the track on another horse to help help the horse get off of the track, help the racehorse get off the track. But when the winning horse spotted one of the other racehorses nearby, it got all stirred up again, trying to beat that horse, even though the race was over. It was just instinctive for that horse to, to try to get ahead of it. Do you ever feel like you're doing the same thing sometimes? It's like you see someone else out of the corner of your eye doing something. You know, maybe they're trying a new marketing tactic or something on social media. Uh, they, they, it seems like they're getting ahead in this in some way. Maybe they're getting more media coverage. Maybe they're acquiring another business or they're showing up at civic groups or association meetings and you think, well, I need to show up there. You know, it's easy to look around and compare and think I should be doing that. Or maybe you've just been conditioned like the horse where you just keep running no matter what, even though you've achieved something really significant, you still feel this urge to keep going, to put pressure on yourself and maybe to neglect other parts of your life even that you know are more important that you should be paying attention to. You don't even know what it feels like to stop running. You know, back to the race, I couldn't tell what the jockey or, or the other rider was saying to try to calm the winning horse down. But I thought it might be something like, you know, calm down, settle down, you've already won. <laughs> and I thought that that's a good message for people, especially leaders and entrepreneurs who push themselves so hard. I include myself in that category. Maybe those people who are especially competitive or who are just simply energized by their work or their business. It's like this adrenaline is still going. Do you feel that? Do you feel like you're constantly running towards something, but you may not even know where the finish line is, and you may not even understand the race that you're running? What I often see is a leader or their team going from one accomplishment to the next. They may not even see what they're doing as an accomplishment because there are a hundred other things to do and work on, right? The work is never done. 
So I'm encouraging you to take a moment to take stock of what you've accomplished just this year so far, even any small wins. And even if you've experienced losses or failures or disappointments of some kind, I encourage you to find a win in it. It's there if you look for it. I've experienced many failures and disappointments. It might be a project that didn't turn out exactly like I had expected, or maybe investments that I've made in my own learning and development that I don't think paid off, or marketing efforts that didn't deliver what was promised, people who've let me down, maybe technology failed. And there are times when I question myself, what did I do wrong? Where did I mess up? How could I have made that decision? It's so easy to take a situation that's not working out like you had hoped, and to to find blame, pointing a finger at someone else or even yourself, as I often do. If you can skip the blame part and just focus on the lesson learned, it's less painful and it's a lot more constructive. It helps me to focus on what I've learned, on how that experience, even if it's been extremely difficult, has made me better and more prepared for the next time. So make your list of wins. And once you've made that list of wins, determine how you'll celebrate. Involve your team. It's likely that you're listening to this close to mid-year. So do something special with your team mid-year to celebrate what you've done for the first half of the year. Maybe give a little time off. You know, don't wait until the end of the year to reflect on the whole year. People are actually motivated to do more when they have a, a stronger sense of progress, little steps. Research shows this. It's just a good thing to do to recognize the hard work being done. You might plan some kind of celebration lunch or go to a ball game or plan a cookout, whatever sounds good to you. Doesn't have to be complicated or this other arduous thing to do. Just make it part of your best practice. You know, this is our celebration time. Make sure you're celebrating accomplishments with your family or friends outside of work as well. If you listen to my last episode called Leadership Advice for Recent Graduates, I mentioned that recent graduates are celebrating now, but they're also anxious about what's next. I bet many of them feel like the racehorse. The excitement will fade quickly and they'll be like that horse pushing themselves to keep going. They feel pressure to have answers about their future or at least their desired future. The celebration may be tempered with some concern. You know, we live in a culture where we're expected to keep going, keep pushing, keep doing things. So try just celebrating in the moment, being glad for where you are now. As much as I encourage and sometimes push clients to look ahead and think about the future, there are times when you just need to be present to show appreciation and just turn off your strategic brain. So what race are you really running anyway? And how do you know what winning looks like? You might be thinking, okay, Gail, well, I'm in a race against other people or other organizations, you know, competitive organizations, you know, as human beings, we're wired to compare ourselves with other people. You might be in a race against yourself, constantly wanting to improve and do better. That's how I feel a lot. So figure out whatever race you're in, and more importantly, what race you want to be in. They're not all the same. Maybe you don't need to be in a race, or maybe you can change your pace. You know, some of my friends just participated in this event in New York City called the Saunter, a 30-mile walk around the perimeter of Manhattan. That's a different pace. So you don't always have to be in marathon mode, pushing yourself, running, running, running. But the reality is that good runners are good resters. You need to pause, breathe, rest, catch your breath. Or, you know, I always think it's so funny when I'm doing these high intensity workouts at the gym, you know, on the rowing machine or doing a bunch of push-ups or, or having to do sprints. Then they say, okay, you get 60 seconds of rest. 
well, that's not rest like I think of rest, but I'll take it. Figure out what good rest looks like or feels like to you. With summer approaching, I hope you're doing some kind of rest or break or reset. You know, mid-year is a good time to do that. Actually, I think any time is good, but but mid-year is especially good. So back to my race question, what race are you winning and how do you know? Is it really a race? Do you ever feel like you're trying to run your race, but you don't have the people or the equipment or the resources or systems in place to truly support you? You know, in some cases, many people feel like their force is working against them. Maybe you feel like their force is working against you. I've been working with some challenging projects lately, helping teams and departments move forward in new ways, reimagining new possibilities. And one of the keys to their success is that they're taking the reins to create their own future. They want that control. It takes a lot of energy. They need to move quickly, especially given the fast pace of change. And they're figuring out how to navigate around or remove obstacles in their way, just like the racehorse. They're putting blinders on. What are obstacles that are in your way? Are you complaining about them or are you doing something about them? Some examples might be inefficiencies in processes that need to be corrected. Maybe you need to get rid of unnecessary meetings, or you need to streamline communication, or deal with difficult people that you've been putting off, (laughs) working through conflict. Of course, I had to mention that because I just did a recent podcast on dealing with conflict that featured my friend Marlene Chisholm. Her book is From Conflict to Courage, and that's the name of the podcast episode, You've got to listen to that one if you missed it. It's one of the most popular episodes. So anyway, final thoughts for today. Sometimes your course is muddy, but that's just part of life. Never underestimate yourself, even when you feel like the odds are against you. You know, I felt that way when I first started this podcast a couple of years ago, wondering if I could even make it past five episodes, which is where most people stop. I'm getting close to 100 episodes now. So when you look at your own path ahead, there's really no ultimate finish line. There's no end to what you can do or achieve, especially if you consider yourself someone who enjoys learning and growth. I have some clients that are retiring now, so their course is changing. You just go through different seasons, but the journey continues and it continues to open up new opportunities, new paths, new open pastures so you can keep running. The key is knowing when to run and when to rest. Notice when you have a negative view of the race that you think that you're running, deliberately challenge yourself to see how you can view that scenario differently or even change your race. And I encourage you to move at your own pace because like the racehorse, you've already won. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.